Good morning. If you've been a regular reader or listener and you don't fast forward to the nerdy parts and I guess actually most of the parts are the nerdy parts. So anyway, if you're a regular listener, you know that the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority has hundreds of millions of dollars to spend on transportation projects and that it's had sort of a rocky road this year. But the authority just adopted its first six-year plan for transportation projects, and Loudoun stands to get $337 million. From Monday, June 18th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Northern Virginia Transportation Authority has approved its $1.2 billion six-year plan for funding transportation projects across the region, including $337 million for projects in Loudoun County. Those include some projects that have been at the top of the list for Loudoun's commuters and elected officials. It will go to projects like traffic calming on Route 9 near Hillsboro, extending Shellhorn Road to create another east-west alternative, connecting North Star Boulevard from Shreveport Drive to Tollsteeters Parkway, interchanges on Battlefield Parkway and Route 15 in Leesburg, and widening Route 28. The Route 9 project in particular has had a time of it. The authority raises money from special taxes in the Northern Virginia region. When the General Assembly voted to take some of that tax revenue away to give to Metro, the cut in funding to the authority seemed to make the difference between funding and not funding the Route 9 project. Hillsborough dropped off the bottom of the list, but they didn't take it sitting down. After they flooded the authority with comments and speakers at a public hearing, the $12 million for the Route 9 project showed up back on the list. Loudon actually seems to have done pretty well out of this plan. Of the 44 projects in the authority's six-year plan, 11 are in Loudon, and they count for more than a quarter of all the money in the plan. This is a plan that we're sharing with Arlington, Fairfax, Prince William, and Alexandria counties, the city of Fairfax, the city of Falls Church, the town of Dumfries, the town of Vienna, Virginia Railway Express, and Nova Parks. In its three previous one-year funding programs, the authority has funded 78 transportation projects across the region valued at more than $690 million. The newly adopted six-year plan will bring that up to 122 projects, totaling more than $1.9 billion for Northern Virginia's transportation network. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including a full list of the projects in Loudon and more information about this new six-year plan. It's at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, an 18-year-old has been sentenced to 43 years in prison for a gang killing in 2016. Jordi Jose Bonilla is one of three suspects who pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in the death of a man from Ashburn. Each of the three defendants also pleaded guilty to one count of aggravated malicious wounding, two counts of malicious wounding by mob, two counts of gang participation, two counts of conspiracy to commit murder, and two counts of shooting, stabbing, or wounding another in the commission of a felony. The investigation started in November 
of 2016 when deputies were called to the Ashburn Meadows apartment complex for a report of a stabbing and found a man bleeding from his neck, hand, and leg. The victim said he'd been attacked in the woods behind the apartment complex near a creek. When deputies checked there, they found Guillermo Piedra Espinosa dead with stab wounds in his neck. The victim identified Bonilla and cops later identified two other people, and although they were all under age 18 at the time of the crime, all three were tried as adults. The surviving stabbing victim told investigators that he received a text from Bonilla inviting him and the late Piedra Espinosa to Bonilla's apartment complex to party with some females. The victims agreed and came with Bonilla to a wooded area near the apartment complex. Bonilla left the woods to get the females, but he came back with a large knife and his two alleged accomplices. He said he had recently joined MS-13 and been told to kill someone. Bonilla attacked the survivor while the other two attacked Piedra Espinosa, according to prosecutors. Police caught up to Bonilla in New York State. He told investigators Piedra Espinosa was targeted because he was a member of the rival 18th Street gang. In addition to the 43-year sentence, Bonilla received an additional 25 years of suspended time. Upon his release, he will be placed on supervised probation for 25 years. Bonilla was also ordered to pay $14,000 in restitution. Three days after a decisive primary victory, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee announced it was making State Senator Jennifer Wexton's campaign for Congress one of its top priorities. They have added her campaign to their Red to Blue program. It's not technically an endorsement, whatever that means now, but the program provides strategic guidance, staff resources, and candidate training. The DCCC has said it will be making more targeted and frequent additions to its Red to Blue program than in previous elections. The day before the DCCC's announcement, the Service Employees International Union Local 32B, SEIU Virginia 512, Indivisible VA 10, the United Food and Commercial Workers Local 400, and several other organizations announced voter registration and voter contact programs to campaign against Comstock, citing her unwillingness to bring a vote to the floor of Congress on the Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors, or DREAM Act, which would provide legal status to people brought to the U.S. illegally as children. Wexton won nearly 42% of the vote in last week's six-way primary contest, nearly 2-1 to one over her nearest contender. That sets her up as the latest Democrat to challenge Barbara Comstock in a seat that has been a Republican stronghold for nearly 40 years. Wexton has represented the state Senate's 33rd district since 2014, when the seat was vacated by now Attorney General Mark Herring. And the town of Percival could soon be sitting on a pretty huge hops yard. Hops, on the off chance you're not a big beer person, is an ingredient in beer. And the town of Percival is one step closer to turning a 10-acre chunk of its 189-acre Aberdeen property into a hops farm for hops growers to cultivate and harvest. Six hops growers have so far expressed interest. The Aberdeen property was purchased to ensure the town has a source of viable, clean, reliable drinking water, but town manager David McCarsky said this might fit into that. The town could use reclaimed water from its water treatment facility to irrigate the hops, although McCarsky said the town will first have to make sure the water doesn't need any additional treatment before they can use it. There are a number of other things the town has to figure out first, like whether using any kinds of fertilizers, herbicides, or pesticides on the hops would affect the land's aquifer, and whether growing hops works from a legal perspective in a conservation easement. The idea to grow hops there first came up last year with Emily Coriel from Dragon Hops, Percival's newest brewery and hops farm. She's been working out the expenditures and the work that the property would need to grow hops, but if and when all that is in place, she said the town could make money from rent payments from hops growers on that property.
And the town of Leesburg has hired a new trash collector. The upshot, hopefully the new collector will do a better job of picking up the garbage, but they'll only be picking up garbage once a week instead of twice. Get the full story on this, including the schedule and when you can expect the change, and the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the Carnival at One Loudon continues tonight with rides, carnival games, food, all kinds of stuff. It's open tonight at One Loudon from 6 to 11 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell your dad and all the rest of your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And they'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.